Welcome to the Manage My Wedding podcast, where we believe your wedding is the most important time in your life and you deserve to feel supported and organised when planning the wedding of your dreams. I'm your host, Yvette Sitters. Hello, lovely listeners. Today on episode 75, I'm going to be answering some questions that I had over on Instagram from some of my followers and listeners of the podcast. Now, these topics that I'm going to be talking about, well, questions that were asked really, changing suppliers when you've already contracted to another, guest book ideas, and when to send out invites for overseas guests. Now, before I get into this episode and I talk about my answers to those questions, I just want to make mention that I'm working on some new tools to support your wedding planning. I currently am working on a number of checklists that you can use to help you get ready for your honeymoon, what to pack for your overnight bags, and many, many more checklists. They're just two of the ones that I'm working on. I'm also working on a seating plan toolkit that will help you seat each of your guests on your floor plan, which is a tricky task and difficult to get your head around. So I've simplified this into a step-by-step guide. Now, if you would like to be the first to know when these are out, make sure you've subscribed to the podcast as I will announce on here once they're available. But also pop over to Instagram and DM me your email address so I can make sure you are subscribed Um, because if you're subscribed in the first week, they are going to be discounted when I have launched these. Now, these are tools that you are not going to want to miss because they are truly going to be very helpful and they're going to answer lots of your questions. Now, let's talk through the questions that I was asked on Instagram by some of my lovely listeners. I did answer the questions for them right away on Instagram so that they could continue working on their wedding details and not wait for this podcast episode. But I wanted to share the questions and the answers with you here, because I definitely know that some of these questions are ones that you guys would have as well. Now, the first one is, can you change suppliers if one is already locked in and booked? Well, the answer to this is simply yes, but there are a few things that you really need to do consider when you do this. You've got to really think hard about why you want to change suppliers. Now, if you answer this with something like, oh, it's to save money because we, you know, we're running out of money or someone in my family is insisting I use this other supplier, I want you to think again. You really, really need to do it for the right reasons. Now, the person that talked to me about this question on Instagram, her question was around changing photographers because she had booked a photographer at the beginning stage of her planning And now that her wedding is getting closer, she feels that the photos are really not what she's after. She feels that they're over-edited and her heart's just not in it. And then there's another photographer and videographer that really, really just grabs her attention, just makes her look at the photos that they take and just fall in love with them. And I think that is definitely the right reason to change suppliers. Now, those photos, I said to her, you are going to look at those photos for the rest of your life. You really want to be happy with them. And the new photographer was much dearer. So she wasn't changing because she wants to, you know, save money or anything, but she was going with something that really was her gut instinct that told her that she was going with the wrong person and wasn't going to be happy. So this is the reason, like I said. Now, I said to her straight away, then 
do it. Like, honestly, you don't want to put photos on your wall that you're not going to be happy with and you want to look at them forever and love them. So if you have a valid reason and you're unhappy with a decision, then I say change it. But be prepared to lose your deposit, but do what is right for you because at the end of the day, that supplier, and in this case, photographer, videographer, they're not going to like doing work for someone who doesn't like their work anyway. That's not nice for them as the supplier either. They want to do work for the people who love their work and that's why they picked them. So really in that situation, I think it's a win-win for both. Everyone's going to end up happy. Now, the second question that I was asked was regarding guest books. And this lovely lady asked me because, you know, she wanted something different to just the standard guest book that people write in. And I absolutely love questions like this because I love seeing things that haven't been done before. I love it when people see something that I haven't seen and they're like, wow, this is a great idea because it gets people talking at your wedding. So I'm going to give you some suggestions that I gave her for the guest books. One suggestion was that you can do a date box and guests have to put a date idea with their name on it into the box. And forever you can go to that box to get a date suggestion. Two, you can get a big empty frame with wooden love hearts and the people write their names on the love hearts and then pop them into the frame and that can go on your wall forever. You can also like get different shapes of frames made to suit your house. You could get an iPad with a sign that is asking people to record a 30-second maximum (laughs) video and then have that put into a video that you can then watch forever. Like that's pretty special, I think. There is mini guest books that you can get and you can put them on each table and you can ask the guests while they're eating if they can write a story about how they met you or a good or a funny memory that they have of you. That's something that really actually gets the guests talking at the table and sharing their stories with with each other. That can be a lot of fun. And then you're also not relying on people to get up and go to the guest book or, you know, relying on someone to carry that guest book around. And another suggestion, they were the ones I, I gave her that I knew off the top of my head, but I actually didn't put these in my Instagram response, but as I was putting this podcast episode together, I actually thought of these and they're things that I've seen that were amazing And one of them that I saw was that someone had a surfboard made with their new names on it and they both love the ocean, they both surf and they had the guests write their message on that surfboard and that was going on their wall. So they went with something that was uniquely them that they knew they'd love forever. I've also seen world globes, you know, the round globes that you get and guests have written on those and that was because the couple getting married they've traveled the world together and they met traveling and they want to travel forever. So that resembled them. So, you know, really just think about something with the guest book that reflects your personalities or something that's exciting for the guests to want to be involved in. Cause I agree. I think the guest book standard has been done so many times. And the third, third and final question that I'll share today that I was asked is when to send out invites for overseas guests. Now, I know that we can't have international guests currently right now in many countries because we're during a pandemic. Some of you luckily still can, but that will pass and you still need to try and plan. So I always say for international guests, save the dates, send them out ASAP. 
don't even bother for locals. There's no point. Don't they don't even need one? Waste of money. But for overseas guests, get get them out as soon as you know. And then for their actual invite, I say at least six months out because that gives them enough time to get their flights sorted and get some, you know, money together to be able to travel. And some people used to send them out much, much earlier. But these days, you know, pre-pandemic and let's hope post-pandemic, you know, you could pick up flights reasonably priced, gosh, even three months out. So I think six months is plenty of time to kind of give people to sort out their finances. And, you know, if they've already had to save the day, way before that. They already know anyway. So that's what I would suggest there. Now, if you've just been listening to this episode and you've thought of something you would love answered, then come over to Instagram. It's just at manage my wedding and chat with me because honestly, I absolutely love chatting with brides. It was, it was so funny and, and grooms, but I, I often mostly get brides 99% of the time. And it was actually funny because recently I had a bride. She said to me, you give up so much of your time for free to help us. Like why? And thank you was her biggest thing. And, you know, I was thinking about it and I was just like, well, wedding planning is just so stressful. No one knows where to start or who to turn to, to actually ask these questions. And everyone is expected to just know. And that is just not possible. And I have this really big passion for helping as many bridals as I can to get through those challenges so that they can actually enjoy the wedding planning and they can actually spend time enjoying this process with the love of their life while planning their dream wedding. I mean, we only get one shot of it and I don't believe anyone deserves to feel stressed about that in the lead up to their big day. I truly just want to help from the bottom of my heart. So come and chat to me on Instagram. Cause like I said, I do love it. And, and then I can probably share your question over here, here as well to help others that have the same question. But if you enjoyed this podcast and you found something helpful, then please pop over and leave me a five-star review. I absolutely love reading, reading your reviews and it just inspires me to want to do it more, but it also helps other bridal couples find the podcast to help them with their wedding planning. And until next time, enjoy being engaged and staying stress-free while planning the wedding of your dreams.